More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. Today on the Zabecast, me and the Young Guns explain TikTok to middle-aged dudes as if you were a five-year-old. We'll make it interesting and then you can judge whether it's harmless fun or the harbinger of imminent societal collapse. A team of professors tackle home runs and the juice baseball. And what have I told you? I blocked a one percenter? Your bonus daily dose of me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! <laughs> Here we go! Thursday, December 12, 2019. Thank you for downloading, and it's going to be a very busy Thursday for me. After I get done here with my final day in Milwaukee at 97.3 The Game. And thank you to everybody who has made my stay absolutely fantastic. I'll be uh, flying back to uh, BWI and then driving down to National Harbor for our final Thursday night football, our Thursday night live, Thursday night fantasy social, Bud Light, whatever we call it, uh, remote with the Team 980 at the National Harbor. And then from there, I'm going to drive all the way back home to change my underwear out do the show Friday morning, and then drive up to Philly for Radio Row for Army-Navy, which is always a very entertaining day and a very fun day. And we have a good slate of guests scheduled to come on, including one of my favorites, Ron Jaworski, despite the fact that he once said about Colin Kaepernick, we might be looking at the greatest quarterback of all time. That didn't exactly work out that way. So it'll be a busy day, and I will get... Football five ways Friday out on Thursday night. It should be in your feed on Friday morning. If you want to get Fridays on the Zabecast as well, then it only costs five bucks a month, dollar sixteen a week or whatever it is. And we like to do as good a job as we can on Fridays to give you all the football action for the weekend to come. And sadly, there's only really one college football game, and that's Army Navy. The season's over. (laughs) I'm so sad. How did it go so quick? I didn't love it enough. I didn't cherish it enough. But it is bowl season, and uh, we'll talk a bit about that. Um, So there you go. And uh, by the way, uh, if you do subscribe, I will promise to fire my fade-out editor because, like a dummy, I did not fade out the Tom Petty music with Drew Olson. And I don't know how that escaped me. I'm normally pretty good at this, but I've had production errors all week long on the road here, so I apologize. I will re-edit and repost 
the file from Thursday. So if you haven't listened to it yet, you won't notice it. But if you already have and you're like, God, I couldn't listen to the first three minutes because the damn music was too loud, well, I will redo that, and I apologize. Lots of good feedback on Drew. It was great to have him back on the show. My man Dan Purcell, who has been on a number of um, uh, Malcolm McLeod golf trips down in the Carolinas, very generous with the logoed golf balls. Thank you, Dan. Counselor to the stars in upstate New York. He is. He, he, he emailed me to say, Zabe, I'm sorry, but I've got to tell you, stop saying the Giants won the Super Bowl two times as wild cards. It was only once, not twice. Record corrected. I apologize. The Giants still suck. This morning on 97.3 The Game, I put up as a poll question because it is Bears week. And I, and I thought, okay, let's get some good smack talk going. I'm like, who is the most hated bear of all time amongst Packer fans? And I listed Ditka, Fridge, Erlocker, and Jim McMahon. The poll could not have landed with a bigger thud and been a bigger dud if I tried. I don't have a great feel for it. Ditka obviously was a lightning rod personality in the rivalry, which, by the way, celebrates its 200th edition on Sunday. And it's a monster game. And the Packers are, I think they're in for a war this week. They're in for a war next week. And that's going to pretty much determine the division and much of the uh, wild card race in the NFC. But I just didn't have a feel for it. And so, first of all, a number of people were like, hate? Hate's a really strong word, you know, Zabe. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm in the Midwest where everyone's so nice. Okay. I meant it to be sports hate. Secondly, people said, no, you know, Packer fans respected Urlacher. They didn't really hate him. Okay. Fair enough. Same thing for Fridge. Fridge became this lovable guy. I know that um, uh, the guy who slammed uh, your quarterback down on his head, uh, the name escapes me at the moment. Uh, Well, actually, it was Charles Martin for the Packers who did it against McMahon, and that really tipped off the rivalry, so that wouldn't be someone they hated. Uh, McMahon actually backed up Brett Favre uh, a year or two, including, I think, the first Super Bowl year. So, I don't even know if there's hate for McMahon. Ah, it was a shit poll. What can I say? Uh, the one that should have been on there, according to many Packer fans, is um, Butler, the kicker, Kevin Butler. That guy with his fat face gutted the Packers at least four or five times, if not more, over the years with a late field goal. So, yeah, I could have included him. So, what have I told you? I blocked a one percenter on Twitter. Funny story. So I've taken to, I used to mute people that pissed me off on Twitter. In fact, let me go back further. I used to not give a shit what anyone said about me on Twitter. And I proudly had nobody blocked whatsoever for the first, shoot, eight, nine, maybe 10 years of being on Twitter. If I've been on that long, I have no idea. And then I started getting sick of the chirping. And so people that started getting out of line, I'd just go, beep, mute, and you are done. I am not seeing any of your tweets, so go ahead, have fun. And then I had to resort to the strong stuff, blocking people. And I just got to the point where I said, you know what? If you come at me, if you speak up, if you if you chirp at me in a way that I don't like, guess what? I'm sending you out of the club head first. Don't care. Goodbye. Gone. Blocked. Well, I threw out a one percenter, Big Cat Lee is his name, 
And he emailed me going, what the hell? You blocked me. Why? And he identified the tweet that probably did it, the last one he sent, which was I was talking about something in baseball or I was tweeting about something in baseball. And he tweeted, wow, I'm surprised you even know there's any baseball going on right now or something to that effect. Now, look, in and of itself, that's a fairly innocent ball break and one that I don't really mind. But there's some things that hit a nerve with me. The baseball fucking Nazis out there that just won't let it go about whatever it is, my lack of true fandom in their eyes or not dedicating enough shelf space, so to speak, for baseball during the regular season or claiming that I talk about the Redskins, our station talks about the Redskins all the time, it gets to really fucking wear on you. And so, yeah, I guess I took it personally because it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm a full-service talk show host. I'm aware of baseball shit. I'm interested by baseball shit. And I do keep tabs on it. So, you know, okay, there you go. Chirp, chirp, out on your fucking head. But I have relented, and I said I would unblock my friend Big Cat Lee, one percenter, subscriber. Subscriber to the Zabecast. How could I be so mean? Just realize your, your boy here, he has to look at a lot of shit. I'm trying to reduce the negativity in my life. I'm trying to reduce being a source of negativity, needless negativity, honest criticism. That's fair game. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. But just random negativity, nah. We all need less of that in our life. And unfortunately, Twitter and other social media delivers that negativity right to your doorstep, and it's it's hard for people to get over. Hell, look at Antonio Brown right now. Antonio Brown went on another spree on Twitter, back and forth with fans, engaging them, these knuckle-dragging idiots. One of them saying, yeah, Big Ben made you. As soon as he went down, you were nothing. Or as soon as you left him, you were nothing. Man, just ignore that shit. And, of course, Antonio Brown tried to bring up a double standard between him and a uh, current Steeler player whose name eludes me at the moment, who was uh, arrested for a domestic violence incident charged, but then the charges were dropped. He served two games in the commissioner's exempt list penalty box, but he is now playing. Of course, he's under contract, and he also is somebody who otherwise provides no distractions whatsoever. These are all things that elude the understanding of one Antonio Brown. That said, I understand why he might feel frustrated. And of course, the old Big Ben, you know, sexual assault allegations, not actual charges, but allegations from back in the day for which he served a six-game punishment, uh, those are always brought up. Like, oh, what about Big Ben? And it's like, yeah, what about him? He got hit, and he got hit pretty hard for a guy who had no charges against him, but he served it, he didn't fight it, and he seemed to have changed his douchebag ways since then. What about you, Antonio Brown? Are you changing your ways? Are you proving yourself to be a guy who is not distracted by the shiny objects and the stupidness of Twitter and social media? The answer is apparently no. And that's why, as a free agent, nobody wants to touch him. Because they don't know what's going to come next. So, there you go on the uh, social media front. I mentioned, is it okay if I talk a little baseball? Yeah, I know that I'm all about football. I'm I'm a dummy about baseball. (laughs) Yeah, so you're doing it again. You know, you got to let it go, Zabe. 
You got to let it go. Okay. I apologize. So baseball released its report that they commissioned with a bunch of independent professors to study, hmm, why'd the baseball go so far this summer? An 11% surge in home runs off of the record set in 2017. Here was one of the interesting findings. They basically said, no, I don't want to reload site. I want to get that uh, thing that was just up. Computers acting up. Excuse me. There we go. Um, baseball said, look, we want to investigate this. We, we, we don't know. We, we, haven't, we have not ordered livelier or more dead baseballs. The baseball was juiced in the regular season. It seemed to go back to being unjuiced in the postseason. Uh, I believe the stats said that the baseball flew on average three and a half feet shorter on average three and a half feet shorter than it did in the regular season which means some well-hit balls might have flown an average of 10 feet shorter which obviously keeps home runs in the park and it changes games dramatically was it the baseball did baseball say okay we had a gong show during the regular season home runs all over the place but we're not going to have a postseason that's a joke either so we're going to dial it down of course baseball said they have found uh uh, the investigation said that they found no evidence that the balls were in any way intentionally manipulated to fly farther. Their theories, in a nutshell, the professors, were that it was the launch angle revolution where ball players are constantly trying to hit at the optimal home run launch angle. And then also there was a variability in the seam height. Seam height in the baseballs. Oh, Seam height. Okay. I'm not saying they're wrong, but man, that 11% jump was something else. Here was the more interesting nugget from the whole report. It, it involved the Mississippi mud that is rubbed on the balls to take some of the sheen and the slickness off of them. While the committee acknowledged the sample size was far too small to control for players in any meaningful way, it said that lab testing showed the postseason ball's seam height was similar to that of regular season balls and did not know why baseballs in the playoffs had a greater drag coefficient. The committee's curiosity about rubbing mud, which is lightly applied to take the sheen off of slick white baseballs that come out of the Rawlings factory in Costa Rica, went relatively unanswered. The drag coefficient of a mud-rubbed ball decreased significantly and led to far more inconsistency in the results, according to the committee, which suggested, wait for it, further study of rubbing mud on the baseballs. Yes, so the academics, like good academics, have said, hmm, we can't draw a conclusion, but you know what? We ought to do another study. Do you have the money for that? Uh, Because I could use the money. Major League Baseball already has spent years trying to develop a ball with tacky properties that does not require mud. Let me repeat that phrase. Major League Baseball has already spent years trying to develop a ball with tacky properties that does not require mud. (laughs) So in other words, we have these incredible baseball palaces that have retractable roofs. And we can't manufacture a baseball of consistent standards that has a skin to it or a or a a hide 
that is tacky out of the box and doesn't require mud? Really? Really? Has anyone tried? Has anyone talked to the engineers at 3M, the makers and inventors of the sticky note? I think they're the ones. I am always amazed at the number of different adhesives that are used in products. Adhesives that can peel off without leaving a single shred of residue. You know, you get like a high-quality product, electronics, a camera, or an iPhone, and it's got stickers and it's got things on it, and you're like, oh, God, if I peel this off, this is going to be a god-awful mess. Am I going to have to get out the old lemon squirter and the scrubber, like, get the shit off of here? No, peels right off. And they're in different thicknesses. They have those snot strips that are used in magazines to affix a extra card uh, or a card stock to, to embed in magazines. Uh, snot strips, that's what they're called in the business. You're telling me, baseball, you haven't figured out how to manufacture a ball that does not need mud. That right there is the fishiest part of the report that I read. All right, I'm joined by the two knuckleheads, the Wonder Twins, my loyal and faithful foot soldiers committed to the Steve Zabin Show on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee. Chief of Staff Josh Albrecht and my man Gitter. Hi. Eric Gitter. Here we are, boys, on the Zabecast, uh, back by popular demand, or at least one person said you did a good job last week. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) Right, thanks for the email that you disguised and sent to Zabe. So, TikTok. Yes. Let's talk about this. I am too damn old for TikTok, and so is Gitter for the most part. But this is the craze that is sweeping the nation amongst our youths. Yes, it is. When people say, well, what's TikTok? How would you describe it, Josh? I would say it's it's Vine for high schoolers. Okay. (laughs) And then people say, what was Vine? What was Vine, and why did it go away? Right. Can somebody turn that radio down, by the way? Yeah, I, got I know this is not a professional studio. We're just here in the uh, the Schrader Solutions bullpen, which you guys call the locker room. Yeah. I call it the bullpen because I've always called these things bullpens, areas. By the way, you have a very nice work environment. It says locker room right on the sign right there. Yes, yeah, it's a locker room. I can still hear that. Well, I didn't know if you wanted it all the way off. What? Why would he say Why would I? You why hired would him. I say? You hired take, him. I know. I know. I, why would um, you want Drew's it partially off? Drew's in here off? still working, so I thought maybe he might be listening to it. So Drew is going to persevere for these 20 minutes, and he's going to suffer us. Right, Drew? Yeah, exactly. Okay. He's, he's already like, tuned us out. Yeah, tuned us out. Okay. So TikTok are short videos created by people and uploaded into a social media interface that has all the usual likes and follows and retweets. What are you doing right now, Josh? Texting. Bringing up his TikTok and then bring up my. Should I? Oh, I'm not supposed to bring up my TikTok. Okay. No, but you're texting somebody. Yeah, I had to send an important text. Right now. Well, it, yeah, it was. It was to my wife. It was important. <laughs> it's done. Can't now. wait twenty minutes. Okay. No, it was. It was vital. I so, left my phone over there, so I. Good job. Go turn the radio off. All right. Get, <laughs> Getter is now rallying. He <laughs> fell behind you. He's now surged ahead of you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so TikTok are short videos. That can be anything in nature. Yes. A lot of them are... Alarming. Yes. A lot of them are dubs where they take popular songs and people lip sync over them. Yes. 
and they do silly things. Yeah. So the big difference between TikTok and Vine, I feel like Vine was mostly people would just they would just make six second videos. It was, all the videos were six seconds long, and you could play audio over them, but for the most part, you were just using your own audio. TikTok came around and it was a lot of lip syncing and dancing. So when you're going through TikTok, it's like, okay, that could be a high school girl. Oh my God, keep going, keep going. Oh, that's funny. Okay, no, 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 that's someone else dancing. That's someone lip syncing to a song. Oh, that one's funny. So you have right. to kind of get – it's not as good as Vine. Is there a time limit on TikTok videos? I believe it's like two minutes. It's it's way more. You notice how they don't put on the Vines how long each video is. You just have to guess? Yeah. The you mean on the annoying. TikTok videos? On the, yeah, on the, I'm sorry. On the TikTok videos, they don't tell you how long it is because me watching Vine and thumbing through it, and the, the interface is designed – for you to waste your whole day on it because with one flick of your thumb you the, upwards, the next video next 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 yes. next mm-hmm. it is the social media addiction loop that the engineers in silicon valley and in this case it's china because china owns tiktok of course they do all they want to do they is own they wanna, all of the all of america they so. want to divide all of america yelling at each other over politics online disfriend unfriend disfriending unfriending their their social peers over political stances and they want people's attention span to get about this short and i'm holding my fingers very mm-hmm. close to each a other. josh penis length apart that no, was a cheap no shot. a little bit sorry a little, a little bit bigger? closer okay no, yeah closer, a little closer. <laughs> so this is helping accomplish that yes it's goddamn funny, though. Oh, they're so good. And I'm going to play a few for you right now. I can't wait. And I wish I could show you <sighs> them, but I think the video alone is going to be enough. So uh, here's a guy filming himself at a Starbucks. Okay. Right. Hey, epic. Three caramel, three topping up. We want some soy. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yes. Did I get over? That'll be it. Alright, it's gonna be 345. So, What's your name? Actually, I'm feeling crazy. Let's go four pumps of caramel and four pumps of toffee nut. Whoa, back it up, man. Getting wild. I like it. <laughs> Alright, we got four caramel. We got four toffee nut. What's your name, bud? Nathan. Alright, we're gonna see it. The window, Ryan will be there. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> so, Whoa, funny you play a crazy. Starbucks one. We were at the Pat at the drive thru one day after church. And the the girl running the Starbucks is like over a little bit of you know talking really fast, and I couldn't keep up to what she was saying. And I'm literally like she's making our moves, and I'm motioning with my hands, just kind of pantomiming her mouth. And she stops mid sentence. You know I can see you, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like shit. <laughs> and she was not amused. Nope. Okay. Not in the least. Oh, Penny's like, boy. you better give her a good tip. I'm like, yes, I will. That's when you peel out of the line and don't even get your order. I couldn't, though, because, because I was in the drive-thru. And uh, you pinned in. You can always drive. Pinned in. Just keep driving. I hate those type of drive throughs Just oh, keep leave. driving. Yep. Get to the window and go, I- I'm sorry, I got to go. I literally... I got up to window. I just kind of, I didn't even look at her. I just held my phone up, scanned it. I added five <laughs> bucks to the transaction and done. And then you said, does this cream taste a little bit, I don't know, <sighs> mm-hmm. a little bit uh, bitter? Mm-hmm. Salty. <laughs> it's like my favorite type of cream. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. So the next TikTok video, uh, <laughs> this is weird. You, We were sending these to each other. The other day, this is a black yeah. guy, young black guy, yeah, rubbing his hands. On, 
It's not like he's rubbing his hands. Pancakes. <laughs> it's a, it's a, so it's a, a black guy is about to like yeah, be real smooth. Come on, dog. Hey, uh, mom made pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> this white guy walks into with the boxers seat. only on. That's it looks like his boxers. He says, "Hey, mom made pancakes." <laughs> Brilliant. You got to play. And that's funny because why? You were expecting a hot chick to be in the video? Oh no! You just ex- were expecting the guy to like you know, kind of like he was being cool, like he was about to shoot his shot. Like y'all know what's going up next, right? And then it's hi. Mom made pancakes. It's like Josh walked in the background. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> mom made yeah. pancakes. He said, Mom made pancakes? He said, yeah. Hey, Mom made pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, he didn't expect that. That's good right oh, there. I love it. Uh, that's a sports one. I you don't gotta, need to You got to play the, play the goat. I, what's that? The Pat and Alex uh, videos. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Get This one is what? amazing. Do we s- it's of a golfer sure. and his warm-up routine. He's taking a backswing. Oh, jeez. Two backswings. Have you seen this yet, Getter? Three no, backswings. I would tackle this guy right about now. This Good is for God. real. Sets oh, up. Jesus. He has to check what club it is. Yep. Like, hold oh, on a second. Now I got to re tee it. Got to re tee it. Fuck you. That's all I'd be saying right now. <laughs> and he's and he God. takes forever to re tee it. Uh, 10 uh-huh. seconds. Okay, now. There yep. it is. Waggle Back on a little the tee. More. Sure. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Check where you're going. Yep. Mm, yep. Okay. Set the stance some more. All right, looking good. Oh my God! Seriously, hand. dude. Okay, perfect. Yep. Good. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I'll make a swing. Still hasn't hit it. Oh my God. Nope. I could have. Right. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it looked Holy like he was shit. trying to fight his way out of a telephone booth. Right. Okay. Man. So now I'm gonna take you. Down into a darker world. What about what about the one with the? Okay, now here's a darker one. This guy, this young guy, is this in a car. This is the one car. I'm thinking of, but he's in a car with his grandmother. Mm. His grandmother charitably looks like Jabba the Hutt if she was an old lady. Okay, sure. Okay. All right, and he's green? got he's got fart spray. They sell fart spray, which smells off. Oh, it's it's not great. Horrific. His grandmother is taking a quick doze in the car. Oh, jeez. Sprayed it in her face? Grandma. Oh, why? Oh, oh, what? Oh, what is that? Did you shake your face? I don't feel good. Grandma. I can't open the fucking window. My window's not working. Grandma, this moved all over my seat. Help me, grandma. Open the fucking window. It's just a broken, grandma. Oh, jeez. I'm going to open the window. <laughs> it's so wrong it's so wrong who does this my window is broken it's where's, not broken where's <laughs> the one you played the other day with the, the girl i'll get it wendy i'll get it okay get it's fart spray. you're gonna rot in hell you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> okay this is why uh-huh. tiktok is the best and the worst and the worst the best part of it is you get to see the underbelly of America. And by underbelly, I mean the South. There's that, but it. We look forward to your emails. There's rednecks in the North and there's scumbags in the West. They're all over the place. True. And by underbelly, I mean just the good working class people of America. I'm sure this woman who looks like a grandmother job of the hut is a wonderful mm-hmm. woman. So, you know how, like, sometimes you like to. 
bus. You get to go into their homes. Real quick, hold that okay. thought. You get to go in their homes via TikTok, see how they live, and just get a sense of, okay, these are real people. Mm-hmm. Look at where they live. Look at how they work. Look at how they live, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, Josh. So you know how sometimes you like to talk about viral videos being fake, things of that nature. So this guy was on. This kid was on Vine. He was an old Viner. Oh, really? And I guarantee you, the grandma knew what know was of- up because Sorry. he. That's all he used to do was these type of prank videos. And do you think she was faking it? Yes. So this is like jackass then. They're just. I'm not a huge fan of that guy because I feel like. So you know who if he that's is. That's all the content that you're doing. Okay. Then how do you make know. how do you make money on TikTok? Um, by getting it, popular enough to where they pay you. Who's they? TikTok. They pay the people. Chinese. The Chinese government. They do pay because Twitter doesn't pay people. The make the way to make money on Twitter is you've got to get big enough to then throw ads at people. Well, yes, and then there are other things that go into it. Then you know, like you'll start seeing some people that have a big following and wear certain clothes, certain brands, oh, things okay. like that, because it is a, a visual media. All right, this uh, guy, this guy is great. I warn you, there's language and there's a few naughty words I would never say, but he can say it because he's African American. He's going into Walmart to do some go. Christmas shopping. Fucking time it is Christmas shopping in the bitch. Let's get it. Ugh. I already know I got to get some face towels so I can wipe my ass with it. Let's get it. I already know I got to get Olaf for the daughter. I promised I'd never see again in her life. What? Downtown on around. Now I gotta get my mom a mop because I don't clean shit. My grandma some soap dispensers so she can put them on display and never use them. I gotta get a fishing rod for my grandpa or two or three or four, you know, because old folks. Crackheaded sister can get some zip wax so she can zip up her ass from these niggas getting in it. Now go to class, whoop some ass, eat some ass, and hit the ass. Doorknob so these bitches can stop twisting on mine. I don't know what the fuck this is. It look like a Call of Duty. Tomahawk. I don't know what that is. It's, it it's, it's a lug It's a lug nut wrench. Yeah. Jeez Louise, I don't know what this is. Listen to what he says it is. Barry, though. Gotta get a fan from my little brother room, cause god dang, his should be smelling like hot bajugula juice and camel toe water with alphabet and it. Ain't nigga be smelling water. like hot kinkle water in this motherfucker. Gotta get me a glove or two so I can take him off of slapahoe.com. 1-800-slapahoe.com. You already know what fucking time. Jeez. <laughs> I love that. I love that one. That's good. A Christmas Walmart I'm- shopping spree. Okay, <sighs> one or two more. You, and gotta, then- you gotta get to my guy that leads into the one that I did from the Packer game. Who that? The Pat and Alex account. I have the account if you want to give me the cord. Hold on. Here we go. This is is a guy dressed up, super fat guy. And this is another thing about TikTok that's also troubling. Okay? It's all troubling. What are you talking about? On TikTok, morbidly obese freaks of society Mm -hmm. are now becoming, quote, popular. Yes. By way of likes- and follows. Mm-hmm. They're not really popular, and I don't think they're really happy. No, they're definitely not happy. <laughs> right. But they have found a niche where they are just playing up on their disgusting Fatness. obesity, like this guy who is dressed up in a green bodysuit and green face paint and is in front of a giant plate of gummy bears. Sure, why not? Ugh. Gummy bear. Yes, I'm a gummy bear. I'm a yummy, 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 yummy gummy bear. Oh, gummy bears. I love gummy bears. <laughs> oh, look at all that jiggling. I love you, 
I love you. I love Jeez. you, gummy oh bears. And he pours them into his you. mouth. The guy's name is John John Ridlin. Yeah, uh-huh. he could pass. You know who this guy is on Twitter or no. on TikTok? No. But that's, you just hate that guy. I hate that guy. I hate that video. I don't get That's weird. I don't Let's get pause it. for a second here. If another country owned an app that would create something where Americans would do this willingly, dress up in such ridiculous outfits, mm-hmm. and shame themselves and make fools of themselves for no money whatsoever, right? you would say to yourself, nah, that'll never happen. That's crazy. And yet- Here we are. Here we here are. Here we are. And, and people are saying right now in the Zabecast, and here you are promoting it. True. That's very true. Shame on me, or am I just reporting Okay, this is the one. This is the, this oh, is the one I like. It's labeled "When You Want to Be Skinny," and it's just a woman sniffling and crying, and then picking out the tiniest portions from a buffet platter of mac and cheese and other food. <laughs> it's like one kernel of corn, one kernel of corn, one noodle. <laughs> A little piece of chicken. I don't know about you, Josh. I laughed my ass off watching that. Oh, yeah. That one's hilarious. I thought that was uh, very well done. I would like There's to the one. Good okay. God. All right. This he- is the alarming one. Okay. So this is another very fat woman, but with a pretty face. Her yeah. face has potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, her account is Selena's Pookie Boo. Okay. Mm. Okay. Here she is, and here she goes new Popeye's chicken sandwich. It was good. Good. I would like to Mm -hmm. review the new Popeye's chicken sandwich. Do we have to watch it again? (sighs) That has to be good. Good. All right. There's no way that actual noise came out of her body. Or reels. No chance. So what is real on TikTok? Um, very little. Okay, but it's funny. When will it peak, and when will we no longer say, you know, when are we going to be like, yeah, remember that thing TikTok? Because you know, Vine went away. Vine was hugely popular. Chris Cooley would urge me to watch Vine. He said he would come into the show and go, "I spent two hours on Vine last night," and I go, "At six seconds apiece." Two hours. Yeah. You watched 3,846 finds mm-hmm. or something crazy. No, because like you'd find a good and one. He's like, and yeah, you'd watch I know. It over and over and over and over again and laugh harder every time. Okay. Kind of like this guy. So there's a gentleman on TikTok who did these videos. I have no idea where he came up with the idea. As if he was about to have uh, explosive diarrhea. Okay. And it, and it sounded uh, it sounded something like this. This is me, walking into Wells Fargo with my ass cheeks clenched, begging God for mercy, when suddenly I realize, it is too late, I have just soiled my pants. This is, this is me, running into Planet Fitness with my anus clenched tight as hell, trying to not get diarrhea on the exercise equipment. Oh God, why have you forsaken me? This is me. Limping into Ulta Beauty with my ass cheeks clenched, preparing Ulta to Beauty. absolutely demolish their employee-only restroom. I have brought utter shame upon myself and my family. Okay. See, so that's hilarious. So, all right. So the bit is this guy films himself 
peg legging it yep. with, yeah. his leg. with his hand over his ass yeah. into Crunching his various yep. places of business mm-hmm. while writing a narration of what he's doing and then having a computer voice actually voice uh, right yep set to music and the home depot one is set to the home depot theme, theme song, song. Mm-hmm. right so that one was the only one that was a little different but i love those videos i think it's super creative and that led into when we were going to the packer game uh i don't know why well probably because i drank a bunch of different stuff but uh, but i was feeling like that guy that right. day and so we had made multiple stops at quick trip uh on the way to the game and i said man i should do one of these videos which led to this this is me, running with my ass cheeks clenched, trying desperately to not fill my pants with diarrhea as I prepare to destroy yet another quick trip bathroom. <laughs> I am a constant disappointment to everyone I love. This is unbelievable. Uh, and what, what was touching is that your lovely wife, Julie. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Your lovely wife, Julie, actually assisted in the filming. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. The framing and the blocking of your video. <laughs> she's like, love. yeah, right. She's it was. Like, she's like, here, come over here, get into the light. Oh, you got to go at this angle. And she was not annoyed. She was not embarrassed. I think she was annoyed a little, but she did it. I know she did it. God, God I, bless her. I did the normal amount of annoyance I expected from a wife was not even there, That's which true. tells me that the lid has found its pot. In mm-hmm. life, that Thank these you. two kids belong together, despite their interesting outward appearance. I mean, you must go to parties <laughs> because you say how much you outkicked your coverage, and you go to parties and people go. You probably go. This is my wife, Julie. People probably are like, "What? Wait, where is she?" She's they start laughing the, like they're watching the, a TikTok she the, video. She's your wife, really? Yeah. No, that's true. That's exactly what they do. Yeah. That's one of the great gifts of all time, my friend. Thank you. It really is. So what have we learned from today's Abecast regarding TikTok? That you should watch most of it's Most of it's fake, sadly. Give in to TikTok and enjoy it and laugh. Uh, but it's not going to be around forever. This, too, is a flash in the pan. The Chinese own it. They're probably collecting data. They're probably putting mm-hmm. spyware on your phone. Spyware is on Whatever. my phone now because I have it. And it's a bad thing to do. And it's if your kids have it, which I'm sure they probably do, they're wasting a lot of hours watching it and even more hours creating TikTok videos. Right. It's, it does not take – if you're making a quality TikTok video, it does not take two minutes to make it. Right. There's a bunch of different steps. The worst ones are the magic trick ones. Yeah, those stink. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah, okay, I got it. Or the ones that go on too long. There's some nice ones there that show you how to do certain art projects in a time lapse. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah, those are high-minded. I would start following people on TikTok, but then I'm like, ah, it's just another goddamn thing to do along with Twitter. Don't need it. Plus, I don't want the Chinese knowing who I follow. Well, they know now. They already know. I'm they not actually, following, though, the but Chinese, they, know, they, they can who see who you've been watching. I know. And the Chinese listen to the Zabecast. Mm-hmm. Do they? Well, I'm big in China. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. They you would be big in China because you'd be tall. <laughs> compared to a lot of Chinese people. And like you have average-sized wiener. And I'm like LeBron James. I ain't taking no political stance. I just want to gain entry to the lucrative Chinese mm-hmm. market for the Zabecast. All right, anything else? And T-shirts. Be- anything else t-shirts. before we leave here today? Uh, no, I think we should just do a TikTok right after the. Uh, this is oh, over. Boy. Well, here's the other thing. There are high-profile celebrities, Howie Mandel, Steve Harvey, that do TikToks. Oh, yeah, there are a bunch of them. Because the, all their social media managers go, hey, you're old, 
and the young people, this is where they are. So you want to stay relevant, All you the better get on that. All the teams are on there. Bucks are on there. Uh, you know, Redskins. I mean, all, all the teams. doesn't matter. All of them. If I could go back in time. By the time machine, if I could go back in time. Strangle the internet. Strangle the internet. I would, uh, I would strangle all the nerds that created it, and I'd make sure to keep going back in time. Mm-hmm. After I strangle to death the original wave of nerds that created the internet, because eventually there'd be more nerds going, hey, why don't we get everyone's computer hooked up? We could talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go, in the middle of the night, who's there? And I'd go black robe, and I'd say uh, it's uh, Bill for Flagon, Megan. <laughs> oh, hey everyone, Bill for Flagon, Flagon's here. Uh, what do you want? Uh, so uh, land shark, Gary Johnson, got, Rod. Yeah, I got a delivery for you. And they'd open the door, and I'd <laughs> jump on them, and I'd start strangling, and I'd say, "You're not going to create the internet. It's ruining America." <laughs> delivery at one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, duh. Yeah. yeah, you'd definitely open the door for someone if they said, yeah, it's Bill Flagger flagging with the delivery at 1 a.m. Yeah, uh, James Sisenitsen. <laughs> you'd say, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> it's your weekly depends order. <laughs> All right. Thanks, boys, for coming in. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Let's end on this today. God bless abstract art. Normally, I think of real art, art art, as something that's difficult to do and takes talent, you know, and usually involves a beautiful sculpture or a painting or a symphony, not a banana duct taped to a wall. Of course, that was the art, quote, that grabbed attention and actually garnered a $120,000 bid to own the art. Then a performance artist went and gobbled up the banana and left the duct tape hanging on the wall. Then somebody came in and vandalized what was left of the exhibit with the message, Epstein didn't kill himself. (laughs) Classic. However, Epstein was spelled wrong, so it's E-P-S-T-I-E-N, not E-I-N. One Rod Weber, 46 year old, 46 years old, was arrested Sunday on charges of criminal mischief at the Art Basel after live streaming himself scrawling the conspiracy theory message in red lipstick, according to the Miami Herald. Said Mr. Weber, quote, it wasn't vandalism. It's what's the phrase that pays? What's the three letter word? Art. He repeatedly told security as he was being kicked out the video he posted on Facebook as well. He said the gallery invited such performance art by setting a precedent with the banana display. He said this is the gallery where anyone can do art, right? <laughs> I love it. I, this it can't end now. This cannot end now. It's got to keep going. Banana, duct tape, wall. Boom, Hundred and twenty grand. Dude eats banana. Boom, that's art. Performance art. What, are you going to arrest me? Okay. Guy runs in. Hey, Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, boom, you're arrested. What? I'm just doing art. Somebody, take it next level. I I need you to. I dare you to. I want you to. I know you can. That'll do it for day. That'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for your download data. Subscribe to Fridays. I think you will enjoy it, and I appreciate all of those of you who do subscribe, and I 
apologize if I block anybody who is a subscriber. I do have a policy of one unblocking per subscriber month you've been a subscriber. So uh, just let me know if you're actually paying me five bucks a month and I block you on Twitter. That'd be kind of a shitty thing for me to do, right? least I could do is unblock once I pulled my panties out of my backside. Rate and review as well. It helps with the algorithm. And like I said, it's five bucks. $24.99 a month. Come right, on. Tom? Just oh. on the phone. It's donut and a coffee. Spring for it in December, will you? Have a great day. Enjoy the start of week 14 in the NFL. And I will see you next time.